Hey everybody, Tarun Stevenson here for Karma Classrooms and in this episode we're going to be talking about seating plans. Do they work? Is it worth your effort with this new year commencing of putting in a seating plan? Come on, let's get into it. Here we go. In this episode we're going to be talking about seating plans. You know, different teachers have different opinions on this. There's a couple of different theories on seating plans. And so I just want to talk about the merits and the difficulties with seating plans and suggest some ways that you can approach your new year with your new class. Now, before we get into it, don't forget to hit subscribe or follow on whichever channel you are watching so that you don't miss any episodes. We put these episodes out every week and give us a thumbs up or a like and uh, we'd love to hear from you in the comments section. All right, so seating plans, are they beneficial? Well, look, here's the thing. Seating plans work. Uh, research shows that um, if students choose their own seats, they're three times more likely to be disruptive. And so there is a lot of merit uh, to seating plans and to the teacher assigning seats. Now, with that said, there is also research on student uh, well-being or students' uh, sense of ownership in a classroom when they have a ch chance to choose their own seats. Uh, it reduces anxiety, it boosts their academic performance, and they tend to feel more uh, relaxed and a part of the classroom community and so there's benefits to both now how do you approach this what I want to do is I want to just look at um, different ways that you can approach a seating plan depending on whether you want to give students choice or whether you want to keep all the choice I'm going to tell you what I prefer but I'm going to suggest what you need to do regardless of what you prefer okay so let's just start with seating plans first if you are a seating plan advocate or you are somebody that believes in seating plans or maybe you're considering seating plans. Here's why I like seating plans. I like seating plans because it helps me to, um, to manage clusters of misbehavior. Very often if you let students choose their own seats, they will cluster together in groups that can become quite disruptive or there might be some kind of uh, a power um, build up in one area of the room that becomes very hard to manage and so it helps you to uh, keep those clusters apart helps you to keep the talkers apart helps uh, you to keep I, I always recommend put low academics down the front high academics down the back regardless of their behavior so it helps you to uh, support and manage the students that need extra help and it also gives opportunity to the higher students to actually get on with their work and be less bored and less uh, disruptive in the process so that's why I like seating plans and why I recommend them because I think they work. But I understand not everybody likes them and some schools have actually moved right away from seating plans and they have fully student determined rooms. Now here's the challenge with fully student determined rooms is as I mentioned before they're more likely to be disruptive, they're more likely to cluster together um, but they seem to be able to, in, in, when it's done well, they seem to improve their academic outcomes. Uh, students feel less anxious. They feel more uh, connected and productive in their environment. So how would you let students have choice without it turning into chaos? And here's the key, I think. Uh, if, stu if giving students choice is important for you or it's something you have to do because of your school's expectations, then what you need to do is state very clearly up front that you as the teacher 
get to determine if their choice is a good one for the classroom environment. So as long as you are upfront and let them know that their choice is not final, their choice is not um, unmovable, that you are still the person who's responsible for the class and you are still the person that decides what is appropriate and what is not, then you will likely have less argument if you find yourself having to move students. What I often do with a new class is I just say, sit wherever you like and I'll give you one week to show me that you've picked a good seat. Uh, after that week, I start making changes. And because I've been upfront about it, most of the time I don't get a lot of complaint. And you might, might get a little bit of complaint, but I say, you know what, I gave you the week, I told you that I would change it if it was not a good seat. So I think you would be better sitting over here because you're being too disruptive in this seat. So as long as you're really upfront about your ability to change the seating if it's necessary, you'll get less pushback. But if you just let kids sit willy-nilly wherever they want and they don't know upfront that you get the final say, then what will happen is it will tend to escalate, there will be more arguments, there'll be more non-compliance, and there'll be more disruption and distraction. So that's the two, I guess, opposite ends. Create a seating plan, don't create a seating plan. It's up to you. Either way, I think you need to be the arbiter in it. You need to be the person that makes the final decision and you need to be really upfront about that with every class that you have. So I hope that's really helpful for you. I think starting a new year, a lot of uh, new teachers don't know whether seating plans are appropriate. I personally think they're great and I would encourage you to experiment with them if you never have. And uh, if you are going into a school that doesn't have them, well, that's okay. Just make sure they know that you've still got the final say. All right, if you enjoyed that, just give us a comment down the bottom. Tell us what you liked about it. Maybe give us a thumbs up or share with somebody who doesn't know. And if you're listening on our podcast, please consider giving us a review on iTunes or Stitcher so that the algorithm can put this out content out to more people who need to hear it. Until next time, I'm Tarun Stevenson for Karma Classrooms. Take care. Oh, 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 oh,